Hey, boozers. Hello. It's Gabe. And it's Alexis. And we are back for a little mini episode. This one might be a tad bit longer just because there was a lot of information, but there wasn't enough for like a full episode. Honestly, I think it's funny because like a lot of our minis are like full episodes. And recently, a lot of our full episodes have been minis. So I don't think there's really any difference anymore. Yeah. We're just pumping them episodes out, man. Yes. So I tend to get really curious about things like who created left and right. Like, how did that even come about? (laughs) When did we stop saying like east and west? (laughs) And And started going left and right? Yes. And like, why do we call water water? How did that come about? Stuff like that that nobody really thinks of. And the one thing that I have always wondered is why Amber Alerts were put into play. Obviously, there had to have been something that happened that made people want this. And I am correct. So this is the case. She's like, and I'm right about that. You're welcome. This is the case of Amber Hagerman. So grab a drink and And let's let's get get cracking. So the date is January 12th of 1996. It was a colder day in Arlington, Texas. Amber, who is nine, her little brother, Ricky, who is five at the time, and their mother, Donna, took a drive to go visit the kids' grandparents. Um, It was around 3 p.m. when they arrived, and like most kids, they wanted to go outside and play. They asked their mother, Donna, if they could ride bikes around the neighborhood. Now, Donna was hesitant at first, but she had also biked around there while she was a kid, so she agreed, but with one condition. They were not to go any further than one block away from their grandparents' home. I feel like that's a pretty, like, solid condition. Oh, for sure. Because, like, just, like, if it's, like, a suburban block, like, all she's got to do is step out the front door and, like, look left and right and see them. My mom would let me go around the block when I used to live in Lansing on the south side. Freaking Lansing. Yeah. She's like, my daughter's ghetto. I know she can handle herself. (laughs) You know what I did? A group of friends and I, we went further, of course, and we rode our bikes to Famous Taco. And my mom would never let me go there because my... um sperm donor as I like to call him um he had family that worked there and so they were like technically my aunts and my mom was like no you're not going up there well I did it anyways just to get a burrito and we all freaking devoured this burrito and went right back home (laughs) and my mom never knew but she does now if she's listening she she's not listening no she's not well uh Connor and I, we rode to from uh, the park that you used to live in, Mm -hmm. right across the street from there because we were at Grandma and Grandpa's house. And Mm -hmm. we rode from there 
to the fairgrounds and went to the fair all day without letting anybody know without letting anybody know and like it was before the age of like cell phones right oh yeah so um apparently my mom got to work early that day and like came to pick me up and i wasn't at grandpa and grandma's house no i was like it was like a 30 minute bike ride like oh for sure it's It's, the opposite side of town yeah it's far away and Connor was working like a summer job like mowing and stuff so he bought us wristbands so we were just riding rides all day long and totally (laughs) lost track of time well then it started to get like not like dark but like a little like I was like oh it's getting pretty late we should probably head back before you know because like it wasn't unusual for for us to like be out all day like at the like at the park because there's a park right like down the road so it wasn't like abnormal for us to be gone all day but like I was like man if anybody caught us well, apparently, this was like 4.30 in the afternoon. They were, were like, let's head home. And by like noon that day, my mom had gotten home. Oh so for like four hours, she had sh- her, my grandpa, my grandma stayed at the house just in case we came back. And um, Melissa, Faith's yeah. mom, Melissa, were driving around looking for us. And Melissa found us riding the bikes back. She's like, get your asses Ooh. in this car. Put your bikes in the trunk. We need to go now. And like when I tell you when I walked into the house and made eye contact with my mom, instant tears. I feared for my life. Oh, I bet. I'm not not to saying that you guys were in the wrong. I'm just saying somebody seems incredibly irresponsible <laughs> for not checking in on two children well, playing yeah. at the park. I'm not I'm just I'm just fucking saying. Just saying. That was our childhood. Like the the adults literally just didn't care. I'm just saying. Like, the, the fact that my mom got that upset, I was surprised. But, like, yeah, my I don't have very responsible adults in my life. <laughs> and literally nobody gave a fuck that we literally would be gone all day long, like, a, like five minutes down the road at some park. But they would be the first ones on TV <laughs> asking like, for my children back. I just want my daughter back. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Sorry about that. I just figured people needed to know that story. <laughs> so, obviously, just like you just like me these children did not listen and they went further and they pedaled and pedaled until they reached a winn dixie store which i love that fucking movie (laughs) i've always wanted to like go to a winn dixie just because of that movie yeah isaac when he was it was a couple years ago um that movie was on repeat i mean over and over and over again um So the store was about two blocks away and Ricky, her little brother, who again was five. Oh my God. Could you imagine? He's like just along for the ride. Yeah. He's like, where are we going today? (laughs) He probably still has training wheels. (laughs) Okay. I guarantee he still has training wheels. Um, He got worried and thought about what his mom had said. And he told Amber that he was going back. And so he left. And that, like, I feel like that's a very typical five-year-old thing to do oh yeah like he's not worried about his sister he's worried about the fact that his mom <laughs> is gonna realize eventually that they're farther than a block away from home he's yes. like man i'm gonna get my ass whooped yes uh when ricky arrived home his mother and his grandparents asked where amber was and after telling them what happened they sent ricky back what? out to bring his sister home which okay that sounds a little irresponsible i really had high hopes for real 
<laughs> like, for real when i read that i was like are you fucking kidding me a five-year-old why did you send him back out to go get her how does he even know how to like get he, what if he didn't know how to get back to the store yeah i oh that part kind of what if they just stumbled me. upon a fucking win dixie somewhere yeah i just that one kind of irked me uh it was just too late amber was nowhere in sight so you can imagine the panic that he felt pedaling back home oh my, I, could you imagine let's say it took like 15 minutes right 15 minutes to pedal all the way back to the wind dixie he probably looked for i don't know he's five years old he probably looked for a solid five minutes left and right right didn't see them and then had to pedal all the way back home and by this time his parents could have been in the vehicle and yes. like doing a huge search. Actually, right here in my notes, I put, and honestly, why did the mother not go? Yeah. Why, why did just... the mother not go? I do not understand that. Um, I will say, though, when I was doing my research, because I was like, why are these kids? They obviously they were set on going to Winn-Dixie. Uh, why? At least his sister was. Amber was. Yes. So apparently there was like a bike ramp there that a lot of kids played on because this Winn-Dixie was abandoned. It was closed. So the parking lot was empty and there was like a ramp there that a lot of kids played on. Okay. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Right. But still, if I if I was a parent, yes. like I'm, we're not bad mouthing the mom. Like obviously your first thought isn't, oh my God, they're gone. You know? Right. And as... You just heard we've both done the same thing as children. But, like, as a mom, though, if your son came back without without your daughter, first instinct would be like, okay, you get back in the house. You you said they were at the ramp. Cool. I know where that is. Let me hop in the car and go. I have, I've actually done that, though. Like, when we've been to, like, any, like, bounce house place or anything like that, and I tell the kids, like, stay together because, obviously – the bigger kids go off to a different section and I stay with the little two. Right. And if Isaac will come back without Quincy or if Quincy comes back without Isaac, I'm like, okay, where's your brother or sister? They're like, well, I don't know. So then I end up getting up, taking the two little ones with me and I go find them because it's not my child's responsibility to find their sibling. That's my kid. Right. Your child's responsibility is to be a child. Yes. Um, so after hearing that Amber was missing, Jimmy, which is their grandpa, got in his car and rushed to the Winn-Dixie. Again, why didn't his mom? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the police arrived after the call from an old man named Jim Keevil. Um, but all there was left was just Amber's bike. And according to Keevil, a young man who he described as uh, mild, heavyset, um, not very tall, maybe like 5'9", maybe 6 foot, somewhere in that range, and possibly white or Hispanic, um, forced Amber into a dark truck and then drove west of Arlington. And the investigation investigation soon began and even the FBI ended up getting involved. They put pictures of Amber everywhere in hopes that it would bring more witnesses out. And despite all of their efforts, they were left empty-handed. Not even like a body or clothing or anything. 
that's just really sad and like again i don't want to sound like i'm just bad mouthing the mom but i feel like there's a possibility that something like a different outcome could have came of this if maybe like the mom was just a little bit more observant yeah you know and i i I know that probably makes me sound like a total asshole but she could have stayed home just like you know yeah grandma did to see if she comes back home you right. know, so she could have just stayed at the grandparents' house waiting for her if anything had happened. Right. Um. So, again, they were left empty-handed until just four days later, Amber's body would be found in a creek behind an apartment by a man who was walking his dog. Um, now, these apartments were less than five miles away from the Winn-Dixie store. Her body was found naked, covered in blood and bruises, and her throat had been slit. According to the autopsy, Amber was kept alive for two days before she was killed. But during those two days, she was beaten and sexually assaulted. That's sad. A few weeks had passed since her body had been found, and the police had nothing but theories uh, as to why someone would do this to a nine-year-old little girl. Now, they believed that something triggered the criminal to abduct Amber. Amber, It wasn't something that was planned in advance. Um, Some say that the criminal might have had, like, a fight with a spouse or lost his job or something that just psychologically led him to abduct Amber. Amber, which in criminal minds, that's known as the stressor. <laughs> that's true. The stressor. Mm-hmm. The stressor. Now, they didn't have much evidence to go off of um, because Amber was found with only one sock on. And she was also in a creek bed. But another thing that made it a lot harder, according to the lead investigator, is her body was in a constant flow of water because they had just had a major storm the night before. So that can really mess with forensics. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up investing $1 million solely on this case. And everyone slowly just started abandoning it because they couldn't find anything. They didn't give up. And they don't plan on it either. Uh, Roughly 8,000 leads have been investigated. And despite that many leads, which is a lot. That is like a huge number. The case remains unsolved. And it is this year, just this year, this just happened. It just turned 26 this year. 26 years that this case has been unsolved with not even a lick so by now we're just waiting for like a deathbed confession pretty much um but if you want get your little hats on there is a ten thousand dollar reward for any information leading to the arrest and grand jury indictment and indictment yeah and of (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that just didn't sound right didn't sound like a word no um of the suspect Now, after this incident, the Dallas Amber Plan, which was created in 1997, um, it 
it would make it so that way radio and television broadcasters were informed instantly about the abductions that were happening. The plan was proved useful when a babysitter who was on drugs disappeared with an eight-week-old baby. And through this program, the baby was found safely and was returned. See, I get that because, like, my phone does the Amber Alerts. That is actually newer. So, well, yeah, in, I, I assume it's probably newer because... In 2000, the official Amber Alert program was made, which is crazy to me because... It's only 22 years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very old at all. And it was made and around 240 children were rescued from abductions. Um, Amber Alerts were useful, but they were overused and there was a misuse of it and that worried the federal government. Therefore, they made an age limit of 17 and below. And they also made it so that way they had to be in like dire situations. Mm -hmm. And so... As of November 24th, 2021, there have been 1,085 children successfully recovered through the Amber Alert system. Oh, that's cool. And 97 children have been rescued because of the wireless Amber Alerts, which is the shit that wakes you up at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning and scares the shit out of you. Yeah, and like doesn't stop until you mm-hmm. fucking click on it. Yep, Which that's I it. we find super annoying, but I'm happy that people are getting saved. Yes. And there are 86 Amber plans throughout the United States. Now... Every time a child is safely returned through this program, Glenda Whitson thanks Amber for it. She grieves for Amber and still has hope that the strange criminal will get caught before she dies. Um, But seeing how this case is still unsolved, if you have any information, please contact me so I can uh, claim the reward. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yes, please go through us first. We are the middlemen here. (laughs) We'll split it, okay? 50-50. Me Um, and you, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You need to contact the Tarrant County Crime Stoppers at 187-469-TIPS. Now, I also wanted to kind of take a look at this. So there's criteria, like I said, for issuing an Amber Alert. Now, one of the reasons is they have to have reasonable belief by law enforcement that an abduction has occurred. So an Amber Alert, I didn't know this, is not just for missing children. So if like your child just goes missing in the grocery store and you just can't find them or like a a runaway, I guess, and yeah. you just can't find them, that's not enough for an Amber Alert. Which makes sense because every time one flashes across our phones, it's like black SUVs uh, right. thought to be with a white male, you know? Yep. And then law enforcement agencies believes that the child is in danger of serious bodily injury or death. Um, there is enough descriptive information about the victim and the abduction for law enforcement to issue the Amber Alert to assist in the recovery of the child. And again, the child has to be 17 years or younger. And the child's name and other criteria data elements, including the child abduction flag, have been entered into the National Crime Information Center system. I feel like those are all valid reasons. Yeah. 
And especially since I, I guarantee people were just like hitting the button. Like I, if there's like an amber alert button, people were just like hitting it for like everything. Probably every probably every like missing child. So they had to, you know, make rules, I guess. Right. But I get it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Do you know what it stands for, though? What does Amber stand for? It's America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response. Wow. And it just so happens to be Amber. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of cool. That is cool. Because I just thought it was Amber. I thought it was just after, yeah. Me too. I thought it was just after uh, Yeah, I thought it was just after her, too. But no, it's America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response. That's cool. Yes. Now you know. Now you know. I have Wyatt. been educated. Mm-hmm. So that was the mini, and I will see you guys, or not see you, but you will hear from us on Friday for my big case. And I'm still not 100% sure on what I'm doing. So it's fine, you guys. It's only, you know, Wednesday. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We do this probably a lot more than we'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. But there's just like a lot of, there's a lot of cool things out there for me. I know there's a lot of like, there's a, so much crime out there. Oh, it's probably so, so hard much. to pick which one you want to do. I know. And I feel like I feel really bad because like I'll like go through one and I'm like, eh, like it's it's good. Yeah. You have to be not... like 100 percent committed to it. Yes. I'm the same way. Like, and I have a hard time. Yeah. Choosing. Like, I'll be the same way. I'll look through. Um, like I'll literally just sit on Google. I have on my laptop, I have two different profiles. I have like the boozy profile and then like my regular one. So that way, you know, people don't get them confused if they're ever on my laptop, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm like Googling stuff all the time. And it just like, you gotta, you gotta be committed, man. Cause then I feel like you guys can tell when we're not committed to an episode. Yeah. I feel that, you know, I feel like maybe you can hear it like in the tone of my boys you're like wow and then he killed her <laughs> actually i do think i have one that i'm gonna do perfect so we'll be all set then all right perfect we will talk to you guys later bye